everybody. Welcome back to the show. My name is Matt Rashavi. It's a pleasure to be back with you guys for another podcast for another week. This is Not Good, uh, the show that people have been calling I'd Rather Listen to Polka. Um, but I feel like that's disrespectful to Polka. Um, anyways, welcome to the show. Um, let's see, you know, we're going to start off with some random news. That'll be the first segment we just kick right into. But it was funny, right as I was starting this podcast, um, I was watching a talk show earlier this morning that we'll talk about in the TV reviews section. Uh, That's a tease for you. Um, But uh, the topic of that show was, what's the dumbest thing that you've ever done? And I just did that. I don't think it's the dumbest thing because there's still, hopefully, you know, I have lots more days to keep topping myself, but... This is a very dumb thing. I went to plug in my Mac for this uh, humble brag, uh, plug in my uh, Mac computer for this podcast, and I took the charger and the charging cord and I the the end that you're supposed to put into the Mac computer itself, the really small cord, I tried to fit into the three-prong um, outlet. <laughs> so um, I was like, whew, looked around, no one saw it, perfect, all good. So now I'll tell this podcast, which is upwards of tens of listeners. Um, But anyways, yeah, welcome to the show. Let's start with some random news. Big thing that I love that I get to say this is that Disneyland is open, which is great. Um, I love going to Disneyland. I love all the theme parks and Universal Studios especially is my favorite. I had a year-long pass. Another brag for you. Um, But I loved it. I love just going there and all the rides. It's just perfect. Um, so this is huge. You can only do Disneyland though if you're a California resident. That's for right now. Um, when you're listening to this, maybe that's changed. But uh, but good news, I feel like either way. Um, and it's just you know getting closer to being more normal uh, to the old normal that we had. Um, but yeah, I, the big thing that I remember with theme parks that always jumps to me is when I was a kid. I went to um, Orlando and did Universal Studios and had such a great time and I loved it. I went on the King Kong ride and I was just, you know, full of sugar, I'm sure, and jumped off of the ride and smacked my face right into a big column um, and concrete, like, because it's all made to look like an old subway. And so I ran into one of the big concrete beams and just started crying. <laughs> and it was. Uh, traumatizing. I'll never forget it. Uh, but I was just in full tears and was, and I remember crying really loudly and like people trying to console me and be like, you know, just stop crying (laughs) and being loud. But it just made me go in a higher pitch. And, uh, and I do remember a, a worker coming up to me and saying that, you know, if I stopped crying, he'd give me, um, a chance to ride the ride again, this time at the front of the line in the front car, which is that that's where all the action happens. And my parents said that the crying immediately, immediately stopped. Um, so there you go. That's a good, good trick. Um, if you're ever dealing with kids, uh, just try to give them something and some kind of bartering tool. Um, which is also so funny. I have a friend and I visited him, um, at a bonfire, just this past week and his kid 
like they have dogs and the dog like smacked into him going full speed and the kid just, you know, smashed his face into the ground and um, just got up and was like super happy and just kept going. Whereas I feel like if I do that now, if I even trip, not only is my ego damaged and my foot, but I'm just like, you know, back to the King Kong universal days and I'm just crying nonstop. I'm a lot of fun to hang out with. Um, let's see. Also, other news story I wanted to talk about, too, is this was interesting. There was a man in New York City who um, he was in Queens and he's a FedEx driver. I don't know if you heard about this story. This one was ridiculous. Um, he's on his run and he started getting he got threatened by a man with a massive bow and arrow. Um, and I didn't bury the lead, but he basically went up to him first and started accusing him of hitting on his girlfriend. Um, and he just starts arguing with this guy at 11:53 AM. I love how specific the story is. Um, but the victim ignored him, you know, and said like, what are you talking about? When he, when this guy, this total stranger was saying, you're hitting on my girlfriend, the guy runs into his house, comes back with this compound bow and arrow and starts chasing him down the street. Um, ridiculous. You just never know. You just really never know um, what other people are dealing with in their life. Um, also, this guy, the police took him into custody, charged him with uh, menacing criminal possession of a weapon and harassment. Uh, yeah. Uh, but good news, he was released without bail at a Queen's criminal court arraignment Wednesday night. So this guy's out. Perfect. Love that. Um, this, this reminds me of when I was uh, 17 years old and a senior in high school. And there was a car that uh, pulled up behind me um, and, and actually, you know what, let's tease this, uh, to the next segment. I'm trying to keep all the segments kind of short. So, uh, let's do a checking in segment. All right. And we're back, uh, checking in segment, um, don't really have too much to talk about, but I'll piggyback off of our last conversation with the the thing is you don't know who who and what people are dealing with in their everyday lives. And like there's that movie that's out unhinged on Amazon Prime, Russell Crowe. I don't know if I can't remember if I talked about this on the podcast. Pretty good horror thriller uh, slasher um, about a woman who she is behind Russell Crowe in traffic. Her car's behind his uh, truck. And he is essentially just zoning out at a stoplight. And so she lays on the horn, blares on it, and that freaks, you know, is what unhinges him. And uh, it was already unhinged. And he decides to make her realize what a real, real bad day is. And it just harasses her and it torments her and destroys her life. It's brutal, but that's always a fear that I had when I was, uh, so I talked about this in the last segment when I was 17. So senior in high school, I was driving home late at night, must've been one or two. And there was this, um, car 
that comes up behind me. Apparently, I wasn't going fast enough for him, and he cuts me off. And so I should have just let that go. But as a young kid, and I blame this a lot of on on that, um, and I would hope that I don't do this as much, but, you know, with the whole road rage thing, and, oh, my gosh, L.A. traffic can kind of urge this out of you anyways. But um, so this is in Minnesota, though. Uh, guy cuts me off and then I flash on my brights. I shouldn't have done this. So dumb. Do not do this. And what he did was he slammed on his brakes and I swerved out of the way, just barely missing him. And as I did that, he throws open his driver door to try to hit and clip my vehicle. And I was so scared at that point with all of that that just happened, I was like, what? And so I just barreled past him, missed the door, you know, by millimeters it felt like. And I keep going down the road. And and as I go past him, he immediately closes his door and speeds up and starts tailing me. And so he's tailing me and it's so close where I can't even do stop signs. I start blowing through stop signs because I'm that scared. Um, because I would slow down and he would just keep going close. I mean, he didn't hit me. So clearly he was in control of himself enough to not do that. But to me, it felt like, okay, he's going to hit me at any moment. Um, and so didn't know what to do. I call my parents. (laughs) So this senior year, I'm calling my parents in the middle of the night, they're asleep. And I'm just like, ah, yeah, this guy's chasing me. (laughs) Like, I can't even imagine the fear that I put into my parents, just from that. And they were like, um, uh, yeah, call the police. <laughs> and so uh, I call the police and they take me, they, they're talking me through all of this stuff. Um, and, uh, and they essentially long story short, they're like, well, take him to this city. It was a neighboring city. And the entire time it was probably about it's about 10 miles away. So that, that entire 10 miles, he's still going right on my bumper and I'm blowing through stop signs. I'm blowing through stop lights and I get to this neighboring city and they're like, okay, take him." or they're like, yeah, take him and you on this street. And I go to this street and as soon as I go on it, there's five squad cars already waiting for us. And they pull him over and the officer tells me to go ahead and then I can go home. And I don't even know what happened and ended up with that. But that was like one of those things that I don't do, you know, I won't give someone the finger or, you know, do that in, in traffic because of that moment. Like I feel like I learned my lesson. Um, and so, yeah, there you go. This is a PSA. Take those words and uh, you just never know who who you're, you know, coming in contact with. Let's move on to something a little, uh, little more, more calm and less intense, <laughs> especially less intense as it felt at the time. Uh, let's do some TV reviews. Um, I guess the big thing that I just finished 
well, before I get to that, I made for love the HBO Max original. I'm halfway through. It's got Ray Romano. I think it's great. Um, I'm not fully sold on it yet, but uh, I think it, it's you know more info is gonna come together in the future episodes and tie everything together. But so far, so good. Uh, Creep Show. I just finished, um, and gotta say. I am a fan of the show. It is super low budget. That's the one thing of, you know, the Creepshow movies, they were still shot on film and they look great. And that's the one thing that's kind of missing from this is that it just feels low budget. And sometimes that takes me out of it, but it's still, you know, a good story, well-written. Like the finale for season two is written by Dana Gould. Um, and I think he wrote the first one of the season two. But... Um, Really well done with uh, Justin Long and is about immersing yourself through VR into an old movie. And they do this with Night of the Living Dead in that episode, too. And it looks great. There's some shots that don't look good. <laughs> and you can tell, okay, yeah, they're clearly on a budget, not a time restraint. But there's some that looks really good. Like I would compare it to how they did in um, uh, Once Upon a Time uh, in Hollywood when they put uh, uh, DiCaprio in an old flick. Um, but uh, definitely check it out. I think it's great. I love, I was going to show you guys some of the titles that they have for the episodes um, that are pretty excellent. Like, I love a good pun. And this is like one of the good episodes. You know, in some of the segments, basically, for the most part, each episode has two short stories. One of them is called Dead and Breakfast. Great title. Uh, instead of the right stuff, it's the right snuff. Um, but uh, yeah, I'd say it's my favorite ones. I like seeing Kevin Dillon again in something, but that one was kind of, that wasn't the strongest episode for me. Uh, but loved uh, Dead and Breakfast. I like the right snuff. And Night of the Living Late Show, of course. That's the, the last one of that season. Uh, cannot recommend that enough. Um, but yeah, that's great. And uh, obviously the original creep show is George Romero and Stephen King. And Greg Nicotero is uh, heading this one. And I think he's doing a good job. I was reading some stuff that was kind of trashing him on it. But I think he's I think he's great. And he uh, loves and knows horror and is making some really good stuff. Um, as I was talking about at the top of the show, I've been watching... Um, this show that had a topic of what's the dumbest thing that you've done. And that was the Chris Gethard show. And it aired, I think in, you know, eight, 2017 or 18, but, um, I didn't catch it when it first ran. And now HBO max has the whole season. So I've been catching up on that. And true TV actually has a lot of cool comedy stuff that I've just didn't catch the first run of. So I'm, you know, catching up on the Chris Gethard show highly recommend that because that makes it feel he makes you feel like you're part of a community everyone that watches the show and so i really like and appreciate that as you guys should feel that way about this podcast we're all part of a community all 10 of you um so there you go with that that is uh just a few of uh some of the good tv that you can check out
move on to some entertainment news. Um, oh, and I don't know, I can't even remember just a minute ago <laughs> if I mentioned another uh, true TV show is Guy Branham's uh, talk show, The Game Show. But that, they have a bunch of episodes up there, and I highly recommend catching up on that. That is a great, hilarious show. Um, but yeah, going from there, some uh, let's get into some entertainment news. We can start with um, this. I'm a huge fan. You guys know, big horror guy. Um, and this was just cool to see that this was announced, that uh, David Cronenberg and Viggo Mortensen are reuniting again for a sci-fi surgery movie. So Cronenberg, I'm such a huge fan of. Uh, this will be Cronenberg and Mortensen's fourth film together, the other three being History of Violence, Eastern Promises, and A Dangerous Method, all great flicks. And it's going to be Cronenberg's first sci-fi script since Existence in 99, or Existence. Um, but yeah, that is uh, that is something I'm definitely looking forward to. One of the things that I read in this that was like had me salivating, like, yep, this is going to be great, Cronenberg is there is, in this futuristic world, there's a guy that has, and a, you know, a whole bunch of people have this condition called accelerated evolution syndrome. And one of the guys, Mortensen, who they're assuming, um, Vigo, uh, has this, he adapts into a kind of bizarre performance art where he grows new and unexpected organs and then lets people watch as he has them removed. So anyone that's a diehard Cronenberg fan is hearing that or reading that being like, oh my gosh, gosh, this is amazing. Um, and that's because Cronenberg's one of the, you know, the guys I always associate with was doing body horror way before, you know, you kind of see it recently. Um, the Cronenberg the recommendations that I can give you guys some recs is obviously the the fly with Jeff Goldblum, amazing, good body horror, uh, rabid, Videodrome, scanners. If you haven't seen any Cronenberg, check out those four for sure. Uh, there you go. This one, this random news story. I was a huge fan of The Far Side, and I didn't realize that um, at one point Hollywood tried to make a live action adaptation of The Far Side. So that was crazy. I mean, listen, they make a lot of, like they made Battleship, the movie, which I, you know, one of my biggest fantasies is Connect Four, the movie. It'd be some brutal horror movie. Um, I don't know how you could make that into a horror movie, but we'd find a way. Um, But yeah, so this, I was like, whoa, I love the far side. They really tried to make a movie out of this. Um, But this actor, Dirk Blocker, who is Detective Hit. Hitchcock on Brooklyn Nine-Nine talked about how he was originally going to be in that. Um, And so it was him alongside John Larroquette, and it was directed and written by Alan Rudolph. But you can check out uh, Dirk Blocker's Twitter to see the stills um, that, you know, nothing came of it, but they did a couple screen tests, and it looks pretty wild and insane. Um, I bet you it would have been one of those cult, cult flicks. And it would have developed its audience for sure. Um, the other great news is my favorite actress right now is Grace Gummer. And uh, she was in American Horror Story and, of course, Mr. Robot. She's awesome in that. Uh, but she has just announced that she's going to play a non-vampire in Showtime's Let the Right One In. So that's some great Grace Gummer news for you. 
Let's do some movie reviews. Uh, we can start with on Shudder, which, you know, every podcast I talk about them, I feel like. <laughs> and it's all I talk about with my my buddies. So I know people are sick of it. But listen, it's I think it's the best streaming service. It's literally only I'm going to sound like a spokesperson, but only for five bucks. You get all these great random horror movies, um, including this one, The Untamed, a 2016 Mexican drama film. Uh, directed by Amat Escalante and has some uh, really, inth- it's about this alien that uh, is, seems to only be concerned about um, uh, having sex with the human race. And so there's a lot of alien sex scenes that are so, so disturbing and uh, just really weird. But uh, yeah, interesting little little horror movie. Uh, another one is Slacks that's on there. This is the Killer Pants movie directed by Elza Kephart, written by Patricia Gomez, uh, made in 2020, and it's only an hour and 17 minutes, uh, which to me is such a huge selling point when I'm picking out a movie. But, uh, but also it's killer pants, so you, know, you can't go wrong with that. Uh, very funny, you know, definitely not played as both these movies. You know, The Untamed is different because it's, it plays more on the serious art film uh, level whereas slacks is just like no we're not going to even try to be serious on this one as far as the another one on shutter that's great i think you should check out is called attack of the demons this is a animated flick uh written and directed by eric power um it's 75 minutes it's almost it's done in the style of you know the cutout construction paper like south park and it's really cool really fun to watch um and, you know, one of my favorite things is to read the, you know, on Shutter, on Shutter, you feel like part of a community, a horror community, and you get to read the user reviews and the viewer reviews. That's my favorite part. And some of it is just so belittling and to, you know, like one review was, I could not finish. It was just unwatchable. The visuals are as boring as the story. <laughs> What's so funny is that someone could just go and write this review, and clearly this is a labor of love and something that took this guy, Eric Power, would have had to have taken just this massive amount of time and would have been what he put his you know, blood, sweat, and just all of his time and effort into it, and somebody can just write in a second, unwatchable. <laughs> I always just think that's so funny. Like, really? It's unwatchable? You watched it, clearly. Uh, but the best part, too, and if you're ever trying to sell your point, make sure that all your spelling is top-notch, because then right after, uh, this person said, the best I can compare it to is if South Park was played on one-fourth speed, but played is spelt P-L-A-I-D. The best I can compare it to is if South Park was plaid on a fourth speed. Now, listen, I've been guilty of typos, too. And I, and I think it is wrong to assume, you know, someone's intelligence based off of that, because I've done it where I look back and I'm like, whoa, like how, you know, not just the theirs and all that, but other things like um, saying our, but spelling it A-R-E. I've done that. Listen, I've done that. Um, and so 
it is unfair to just say that that's like a sign of intelligence, but it is so funny because it does undercut your, you know, when you're trying to, to rip apart somebody's work of art. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I think it's really good. Somebody also wrote that it's, um, what was it? They compared it to, you know, just some, oh, terrible hipster nonsense. That's what it was. And I think it was because at the end, the last title shot, it says cut and shot in Texas. So I think, or in Austin. And so I think people were just like, this reviewer, I think was just like Austin hipsters. I'm going to draw that connection. But listen, I got to tell you, check it out anyways. It's, um, it's a really good horror movie done in, you know, it's just for fan fans of horror movies. So check it out. That is Attack of the Demons. All right, so for the final segment of the week, um, I was going to do, it's funny, I wasn't going to do like a checking in segment, but that, uh, that uh, crazy um, unhinged driver story, uh, we ended up doing uh, that as a checking in segment. So I'm going to combine two segments as the final one, um, do a quick comic book uh, review and recommendation, the stuff that just came out that you should check out. Hatchet, Vengeance Number 3 came out. Hatchet is uh, based on the Adam Green film series, which if you haven't checked out those movies, awesome throwback to uh, practical slasher horror movies, practical effects, so good. Um, so I can highly recommend the Hatchet uh, comic book series as well. Berserker Number 2 just came out with Keanu Reeves. He wrote it with Matt Kint, Ron Carney doing art. Um, what can you say about this? Nonstop action, such a great, um, such a great ride, great comic book. Listen, he rips animals in half. What, uh, what more can you want from that? And the main character is completely Keanu Reeves. And I heard that, uh, they are making a movie out of this. So that's, come on, I think a movie and an animated TV show possibly. So hopefully we'll be getting a lot of berserker on all levels and all media platforms. So that's great. Um, let's see. Damned Cursed Children number four just came out as well. And this, I love this horror comic series. It's about zombies, but the only zombies are little kid zombies, which, oh my God, little kid zombies. So frightening. Uh, check that one out. Um, and then, yeah, those are my uh, those are my big recommendations of comic books out currently. Uh, and from there... We're just going to go right into some advice because I just gave you advice on what comic books to check out. So now let's give you some relationship advice. Huh? See what I did there? A little segue? A little segue? Um, all right. So this one I saw about a woman who's just, you know, she's on the dating apps and she's not looking for a hookup, but uh, she's looking for something long term and she's just hating that she can't find any of it and just seems like people are just trying to hook up. And I got to say, yeah, I feel like if you're trying to look for sincere, legitimate love presently, <laughs> I feel like that's going to be tough, uh, tough for you because 
it is super aggressive out there. I feel like people are just want to hook up and I, I can just imagine somebody sincerely doing that and then just getting bombarded with these hardcore naked pics. Um, I've heard some horror stories. That's just like, that's, that's a guy's opener. It's just, Hey, want to see me naked? Um, Hey, listen, if that's your thing, well, actually, no, if that is your thing, just don't do that. <laughs> Problem solved. Uh, a daughter's friend has uh, sticky fingers, apparently, likes to steal some stuff. And um, it's uh, the daughter's friend is also the neighbor. And so she wants to know how she should handle this. Well, I think you should, because apparently she steals like candy and things like that. Take the candy, coat it with something um, that would work with this, like luminol or, uh, or not luminol, but with some kind of, with something and then turn the, uh, and so do that with all the things you know she's going to take. Then bring her over, bring the neighbor's family over, get your family all together and tell them what you did and then turn off the lights and then turn on a black light and just see that it's all over the little kid. And, you know, I feel like the best way to learn is to put someone in a traumatizing uh, situation. <laughs> uh, but if you don't want to go that route, I guess, you know, just tell the neighbors the the parents you know what i mean let them know and that's uh can be a teachable moment uh there you go that was the um advice and comic books for the week and that was the podcast for the week ladies and gentlemen uh thanks for checking it out again and uh if you have advice questions yourself or if you have any other comments feel free to interact with us um, at notgoodwithmatt at gmail.com notgoodwithmatt at gmail.com and I say us and it's just me but uh, yeah interact with me Um, I need friends and uh, so yeah send out any kind of questions comments kudos and concerns and we'll read them in a future podcast and again as always do this every week but special thanks to Nalo for the music throughout the program and uh, the unis for the beginning, the intro and outro music. So there you go until next week. We'll see you later. I love you.